0: Hey everyone, I'm Tucker Dixon. You may know me from The Spin Zone with Tucker Dixon, where I debunk the craziest of conspiracies. But do you know what's not a conspiracy? Snake venom. It's in the water we drink, the food we eat, and even the very air we breathe. Snake venom can cause redness, bruising, nausea, COVID, blurred vision, rapid heartbeat, blasphemous thoughts, muscle spasms, and is responsible for 100% of deaths. Now you may feel hopeless in the battle against venom as the government beams it into your bodies through TV, Wi-Fi, and 5G but you can fight back with tuck day Vitamins. tuck day Vitamins are chock full of sugar and a patent placebo blend to drive out 25 different common venoms. So order your weekly suppository pack today for the low price of $85.99. But if you order now, I'll knock that price down to $85. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. God bless and Tucker out.
1: Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound
2: precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little idle lie, it's how you hide a little idle lie, it's how you hide a little lie.
3: Hello little and lie. good, good evening. My name is Josh, I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who have find the method of the madness, reason and the reasonable make sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Hey Bob, how y'all doing this evening?
1: I was having a blast until I heard the second song or the, the second bit that lady singing.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> uh, Bob, settle down. Uh, we don't need you disparaging the ministry of truth head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah for real. this is like actually the lady who's in charge of stuff at the dhs now right
2: yeah she's in charge of yes. what what's real on the internet uh as far as information yeah she's the head of that
3: she is
1: the the new head of the department of de- was the department of homeland security a national security agency is now going to be monitoring speech uh, that's the lady that's going to be great do you think we're going to get monitored or do you think that we're uh do you think this bitch is going to come after podcasting? Do you think? Do you think? Oh, oh okay, I Momo think she's going to get... come
2: after podcasting, just not our podcast because she won't know we exist. <laughs> <laughs> Unless an AI searches for Holocaust denial search results, and then, then maybe. Hopefully we can get on that list. Maybe so that's how we can grow our viewership.
3: That's how we know we've made it.
1: If you want to report our podcast to the DHS, go ahead and call 1-833-666-911. That's 1-833-666-0911.
2: Love it. Good job, Bob. Now we're going to, this is how we make it big time. You know. (laughs) Dropping the funny. (laughs) Not all ideas are created equal. This one's fucking brilliant. Let's get the, let's get swatted. (laughs) by some bitch doing Mary (laughs) Poppins parodies that apparently is important now. Uh, All right. What do we have on the board, Aaron? Oh, first. That Tucker Jackson clip was so good. (laughs) It's my favorite bit that's ever been done on this show. Oh my god. You know, I was
1: kidding last week because we didn't actually have the audio oh, yeah. when we recorded, but uh, he actually knocked it out of the park this week. Oh Funnier my god, it was so than good. Any submission he's made to any other podcast and they're a yeah. lot more important. Yeah, exactly.
2: We have the t- we have the best Tucker Dixon bit of all the pod- of all the podcasts on the Tucker Dixon network. <laughs> That is... fucking blasphemous thoughts. The blasphemous <laughs> thoughts joke fucking <laughs> killed me. COVID. Oh. It
3: was the, the patented placebo formula that killed me the first time I listened just cracked up at that.
2: Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Tucker. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, so big news this week, guys. But we're going to dig a little deeper than that. Uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter is all the rage, obviously. But I figured we'd get to know the man behind being the hero of freedom of speech and the internets this
3: week.
1: I'm sure it's nothing, nothing but
2: good things to hear. He oh. probably
3: fought for freedom of speech in real life yeah. for like a
2: while, right? <laughs> He's the best. He's my, one of my favorite people ever. He's, Definitely doesn't remind me of that uh that quote where when the people need a hero we will provide him he definitely doesn't remind me of that at all as in bring that up as with every uh billionaire that we talk about that ends up making a splash in the news uh he claims that he grew up extremely poor um of course his father Errol uh He was uh, an engineering consultant and a real estate developer who owned uh, several mines and other natural resources. And uh, yeah, he had a share in an emerald mine near uh, Lake Lake Tanganyika, Zambia. I can't pronounce South African names, so sorry about that. He owned owned a bunch of thoroughbred horses, as poor people do. Uh, He also had a private... What's well, that? When I'm you sorry. don't own cars. Did you watch the
3: Seinfeld episode where, uh, like, the, the Seinfeld, he made the mistake as you're making right now, where uh, immigrants don't own horses. I mean, everyone owns horses in certain areas of the, of the world. I hate you. That's you're probably right.
2: No, no, he's, he's right. I, yeah, he he owned horses because you can't travel on land in your private yacht that you own. Or, or your Cessna did, aircraft. So somehow. when you land that Cessna that you own, you have to get on horseback, as poor people do. You need ground transportation as well. Yeah, and he couldn't <laughs> yeah. afford a car and, and a yacht and a Cessna.
3: <laughs>
2: go to public school.
1: Yep. <laughs> Those Mercedes are expensive. <laughs>
2: uh, okay. So he owned several homes. Um, One of them was in Waterkloof, which is a uh like rich people suburb in... Pretoria, where Elon spent most of his childhood after Errol and his model wife May, Elon's mom, got divorced. So, huh? yeah, that's what his tragic extremely, backstory. extremely poor background of Elon Musk and his uh, father. His uh, father also bragged, uh, we were very wealthy. We had so much money, we couldn't even close our safe. He was bragging in some... Some interview in a magazine. I can't remember which one now. Um, but Errol also like so. Elon hates his dad. He talks all the time about what a piece of shit he is, which appears to be the case. Um, so after divorcing his model wife, and Elon's uh mom, he married some other lady, and then later uh he got that lady's daughter pregnant.
1: Nice, what a chat! So Interesting.
2: He pulled a Woody <laughs> Allen, and he's in his. He goes in my defense. I never thought of her as a daughter. She wasn't raised in my home, and uh, yeah, I and that bitch that. looks yeah. like. He's <laughs> uh, not being weird about it. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, how <laughs> old was she?
2: <laughs> Eighteen. Yeah, and uh, apparently they hooked up after she had gone through a breakup with her boyfriend. So, yeah, perfect time. Jumped he jumped in on that. Yep. Oh, he's not a homewrecker. <laughs> <laughs> she all kind of looks like d reynolds yeah. to be honest like kind of it's oh, like yeah. sunny.
1: okay like a crackhead
2: <laughs> yeah like like a bird like just like a, a real bird. just all legs and skinny yeah, yeah okay so then back to elon uh after you know we had to talk about his tragic poor upbringing uh he received a full scholarship to the university of pennsylvania uh, then later, you know, in order to garner sympathy That's
1: talk wait, hold about on. That's how...
2: Ivy League, right? You Penn. Uh, I think it's like think a it step is. below.
3: No the, no, the one the one in Philly is. Um I think it's technically Ivy. Is it? isn't, isn't that is the it? one Trump went to for uh, his MBA?
2: Is it like brown where it's like the Ivy League school that all the other Ivy League kids like, ugh, brown. Gross. I think it's one of those, yeah. <laughs> brown, you will Penn, yeah, you Penn is an Ivy League school. University of Pennsylvania, yeah. Okay, so he got a full scholarship to an Ivy League college, um, which we know you only get those off of the merit of your hard work, and it's not just filled with senators' children. Um, well, it's probably like a financial
3: aid package because he was so poor. Yes, well, he did have to. Ca- he, he just calls it a scholarship. And now. an African American. He, he is an African. That's yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I had to go there. Is a diversity, uh, you know, <laughs> diversity hire.
1: One of the good so, di- diversity hires.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, thank God we get to check this white-skinned guy <laughs> off as African-American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're real clo- dangerously close to not being Ivy enough, if you know what I mean. Nice. <laughs> um, right. So he got a full scholarship, but then later... Constantly bitches about how he had a, he was $100,000 in debt so people can know that he really just pulled through off the merit of his own hard work. Um, I mean, that's a lot of money back then. Yeah. That, that would be an <laughs> insane amount of money in 1995. Um, he rented a 10-bedroom frat house with his uh, buddy, Adeo Resi, who has a net worth of $5 billion. Um, At the time. Or now?
3: No, no, no. This is what was, after. What does but, he do now? Like, where? yeah, what, after he graduated uh, UPenn, where did he go and make his billions? Oh, uh, Adeo um, Yeah.
2: He co-founded Total New York, a localized news website, in 1994. In 1997, AOL purchased Total New York for an undisclosed amount of money and redubbed it AOL Digital City. Um, and then he founded method five, a web development firm in 1995 and sold it to exceed in 2000 for $88 million. Um, and then he developed he founded a company called game trust. Um, and they kind of failed, I guess. And I guess Elon was involved in that with, as far as like financing
3: it, um, Let's see where. How did yeah, how did he get to five billion? Yeah, like, that, that doesn't quite add up to five billion, but like it, it sounds like he had some successful businesses. He co founded Expansive you know, Ventures,
2: stuff. a venture capital investment firm. So he just uh, he does that. He uh he left that firm in 2017 after a dispute. That's all they say, but they uh they do say his net worth is five billion dollars, so he made 88 million. 20 years ago, and then somehow turned that into $5 billion in a way that would maybe in the three years that he was at that venture capitalist firm? I don't know. They, they're not very specific on how he made that much money.
3: Okay. As
1: just happens curious. with these people. Put in the S&P 500, obviously.
2: Yeah, that's how I did
3: it. Good advice, Bob. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that.
2: I'm just saying. So, with uh, Adeo Resi, they rented out this 10-bedroom frat house and uh, ran an illegal nightclub there, apparently. Uh, They would charge students at the door uh, on doing an all-you-can-drink nightclub with some entry fee to their frat house. And that's how they paid for their rent as struggling college kids, as you do you budding entrepreneurs business savvy and very I like cool.
1: it. this is how he made yeah. billions these guys are fucking next level that's right they're hustling yeah, apparently the a, yeah. a
2: day or s he said that uh elon musk would never drink he would just sit in his room and play video games the whole time based
1: so <laughs> even then
2: he was very autistic <laughs> a man after my own heart After that, Elon Musk was accepted into Stanford uh, for a Ph.D. program and dropped out after two days. Um, That's why he goes around on Joe Rogan and talks about dropping out of college is awesome. Although (laughs) our parents don't own emerald mines, so it's a little, you know, it's a little different situation. Um, Then Elon and his brother started Global Link um, in 1995. That was their first business venture. Um, his father gave them a bunch of investment capital for it. And then he denied it cause he hates his dad or something. But then later said that he did, um, cause he wanted to seem like he just did it all from scratch, but he didn't. They got $200,000 in investment capital in 1995 as college dropouts because they were poor and had no connections. Um, and then Later, it was renamed Zip2. And basically what this company was was like a digital Yellow Pages. And it would okay. just connect like adver- advertisers with like different companies um, for the most part. And then Compaq came in and bought the company for $305 million in 1998. And Elon netted $22 million. God damn. Is Compaq even around still? No, they closed completely in 2013, I want to say. Their (laughs) last legs was, like, selling, like, shitty laptops. You always always end up, like, a compact laptop at, like, work. That sucked. Like, you're you're like, what the? I hate this fucking thing. You you always have, like, an eight-year-old laptop.
1: Like, always the shittiest plastic. I remember selling them at Best Buy when I was in high school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um... They had uh, they had their own web browser, and that was why they bought this, apparently. But one of the things that bugs me about all these origin stories, and this is where my mind goes immediately, is all of these modern-day heroes we learn about, you know, Elon Musk, Osama bin Laden, those guys, they always have, like, this thing Wait. where, <laughs> oh, like they were so poor, and then... <laughs> With an attention to detail and just uh, some hard, some entrepreneurial spirit with their uh, weird nightclub in college, uh, they were immediately gifted $300 million uh, out of the sky from God. You know, like, Compaq buys this for an amount that they literally didn't need to pay that much for.
3: Well, wait, was this around, like, the dot-com bubble? It was, yeah. Leading into 1998. So like I can understand just overpaying for shit at that yeah. point.
1: Fast and loose tech money flying around there. I mean it's totally believable. I don't know what they ended up using that inf- that that company for. Or they were trying to out.
2: incorporate it into their search engine. It was Alta Vista. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that didn't pan out. <laughs> no, it didn't. And they were they tried to incorporate it into their search engine somehow, and uh, they never turned a profit with Zip2 ever. Um, to like, I don't know, to put a conspiracy
1: behind that is kind of like wishy washy though, because there were so many like dumb tech bubble like industries that were being bought and sold like very frivolously. It's not that it's in like that time a, a
2: conspiracy, it's just that what it, it feels like it's the only people that end up with these deals are like these connected people, or it's a super genius that some connected person uses to like take their invention and latch onto it and sell it. I'm just saying that in hindsight, it's easy to
1: say stuff like this, but also like to look back into like that time period, it's like, yeah, like companies were being bought and sold very like without any forethought, like going into it. Like, so I totally believe that like compact thought this was a good thing. They thought they were going to make a lot of money off of it. Like, I feel like you're implying that there was some kind of, uh let's, let's get this person money, you know, because some he's like, like grooming. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah.
2: Like I always, I feel like a lot of these are like people groomed to be like a weird government asset, like a, like to yeah. be an Alistair Crowley version of like, oh, this is going to be a future player in our gay world domination play.
1: Okay. So your, your thing is that he's a
2: government asset, right? Now not like 100% I'm just saying like okay. speculative. This is just throwing shit out there right now. I'm not that's not okay. a claim I'm making but just just it's, yet.
3: Maybe well, we'll have it's to like, get to
2: the end of the
3: Yeah, <laughs> just sorry. wait till the guns at your head. Like you might be changing your tune.
2: No, no, no I'm not this is never some, this isn't something leading to that. I'm just I'm just saying it's weird and like, you know, you have stuff like Werner von Braun writing a novel about elon uh going and conquering mars for earth and uh
3: yeah that's a little weird
2: yeah it's a, it's weird that then a guy who just keeps having like hundreds of millions of dollars just fall into his lap for failed business ventures that don't like produce anything like nothing he's ever made has worked ever that's one also, thing i would to, I respect like
1: your opinion and whatever else you said about me
2: <laughs> Well, like, so nothing he makes works. So he has this. What Dude, I, literally I drove like by 10 to the Tesla's today.
3: What's that? Yeah, those work. I, I drove like behind like 10 Tesla's today. Those things work. Well, get to that. Well, sad said anything he made. Well,
1: um, I, I am sure that this yellow page thing had some like actual
2: use and it did actually work. Li- literally what it did was it made it. So if you signed up for it as an advertiser and then like, let's say you're a newspaper and a car sales shop. You could go onto his site and fax each other. I'm not even kidding. It's like literally a directory for people's, for businesses' fax numbers, and for newspaper fax numbers. It was like, that's what it was.
1: Well, that technology is still incorporated today though. Like people still use the base of that technology and have built upon that into like what our modern infrastructure is, though.
2: It it was the equivalent Backing of a here, Josh. It, it was the equivalent <laughs> it was the equivalent of of a, of a fucking word pad that just had some info you could look up on it. It was a search engine for people's fax numbers. Like that was what it was, and it was sold for three hundred billion
3: dollars. Yeah. So in nineteen
2: ninety-eight money, which is like ten billion dollars <laughs> right now. Yeah, maybe. Okay. okay. I'm just saying I, it's I get, <laughs> I get your point.
1: I get your point. but I am not It seems not like sold a lot a, for what it was. Yours.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah let's 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 see let's see if his next failed invention is really all that failed.
2: Okay, so after <laughs> that he uh he takes his 22 million on that. Um he buys a 1 million dollar uh McLaren supercar and immediately crashes it uninsured. Uh, made the paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately spent like 10% of his money and of his of his income and bought a car and then crashed it. <laughs>
3: I mean, for only ten percent of your money, that's it's a worthwhile experience, right there. Yeah, you you're, no.
1: you're kind of selling me on this guy. He's, Dude, uh, <laughs>
3: these rich kids, these rich
2: kids have fun lives. Like they do fun, cool shit. I'm not debating that. Um, it's just that their backstory of like, oh, and they co-founded all of this, and they were geniuses is like retired. Like, no, he's literally like a trust fund baby that was just handed dot com money for making a yellow page app. When
1: in your in your little research, do you cover the topic where he programmed his own Commodore when he was like thirteen or something like that? Huh, Aaron? When are you going to bring yeah, that up? He
3: has he a, a tech did genius. Did he or did you know? he
2: hand some guy to fucking uh, an emerald and then fucking use his Commodore and say he did it? Because Elon has a history of saying he did a bunch of shit that he didn't do, and we're about to get to that.
1: What are you What are you talking about? The founder of Tesla would never make un- unbased claims like that.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, so the so, founder of SpaceX would never make claims that his technology does things that it, it doesn't do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then he uh, takes his twenty-two million,
2: or sorry, he's twenty-one million because he <laughs> spent a million dollars on a fucking McLaren that he crashed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> takes that and co-founds an online bank called X dot com. He does this with Harris Fricker, <laughs> Christopher Payne, and Ed Ho. Like <laughs> literally, <laughs> like a year later. <laughs> all of his co-founders left because Musk was complete was lying to all the media and the investors about what their website could do. They were like, it literally doesn't work yet. And he's like telling them all like how it's gonna revolutionize banking and all this shit. So they yeah, get it. He's selling he's overselling to, try to yeah. get investors and stuff, but he's almost to the point to like the point where they were worried about fraud. <laughs> and so they all left and started their own company. It seems all very above board. I mean, telling people about what your products could do or can do in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, they're going to revolutionize banking. So who needs a proof of concept? Well, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes.
2: <laughs> so then <laughs> Shh, they, <shut> up, Josh, <laughs> at, uh, they merge X.com and PayPal merge. And Elon's got a shit ton of money. So he puts all this money into this merger. They merge. He becomes the CEO. He, that was part of the merger is that he gets to become CEO of X.com because X.com and PayPal, when they do this merger, um, are all on the board. He's uh, He gets named CEO. Um, they go with the name X.com because he wanted his company's name, although the paypal people hated it because they um they were like that sounds like it sounds like it might be a porn site like it's very yeah, ambiguous it and <laughs> what like no one's going to know what our our company does and he's like no i insist x.com is wh- where it's at so then he goes on vacation in like 2001 and they or 2000 i think and they they uh basically fire him they get everybody on board to be like we are firing musk right we're all voting him the fuck out as ceo <laughs> so they do they vote him out to see C- uh being ceo he t- he gets like a year pay and has to resi- is forced to resign but they go through this lawsuit in the middle of it and part of the settlement of the lawsuit is that he gets named as one of the co-founders of paypal even though he's not because they changed the name to paypal after they made him resign. So they, they switch name PayPal. He gets named as one of the co-founders. Um, and then, oh, it gets so much better. He, uh, I have the article, but I will, will post it in the show notes, but basically, um, he, part of his resignation is they have to delete any reference to who founded paypal in their like company history and change it to how he was one of the original founders with them um yeah. and then yeah. 6 months later so he was the founder of x.com though and when they merged they yeah. just add they
1: just connected the two summed up the When total they merged of they founders. just
3: used paypal's name technology what did oh. X dot com contribute technologically to this merger? Nothing, well, just money. That's proprietary. You can't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't so? So they merged because Elon Musk couldn't just invest independently. Like how? This doesn't make sense. It, it just seems stupid.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. That's they needed funding. Basically, PayPal did and he came in he with his $21 do that. million. Elon Musk dollars.
3: just, like, invests because, money. Like.
2: Literally because he wanted to use his company's name, X.com. Oh, my God. What? Are, uh,
3: great. Okay.
1: It's a great name. I like it. Yeah. Maybe maybe if we
3: kept that name, I'd feel less awkward paying whores. Great. So
2: then after many, Elon wait, is out on, in 2001. On. <laughs> sorry, what? How many whores are Josh, is Josh Payne?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, go ahead. <laughs> After Elon's out in two thousand one, uh, they go public with PayPal in February two thousand two. Uh, six months after eBay buys PayPal for one point three billion dollars, and I kind of remember that because that like that you had to use PayPal for everything on eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, after I remember they that bought too. it
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Um, and Elon Musk made one hundred eighty million dollars out of that. Because of his ownership, how much he owned of uh, PayPal stock.
1: Nice. So he's up to like 200 million.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's at 200 million now. So now he goes and uh, starts investing in Tesla. Uh, Tesla Motors. You mean investing
3: in founding Tesla? Like investing money to, to found Tesla, right? No, <laughs> not at all,
2: actually. It had already been founded by Martin oh, man. Eberhard like-
3: and Mark Tarpenning. It was just like a battery company, and he, he brought in the the car portion.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He invented all the cars. Oh wait, nope. Martin Eberhard invented the Tesla Roadster. He <laughs> designed the Tesla Roadster. Elon Musk had nothing to do with it. Again, through a lawsuit settlement, Elon Musk is uh is after three rounds of investing, Elon Musk names himself CEO again. Notice the trend. Perfect. Uh, he forces himself on as a ch- as the chairman of the board. That was part of his his uh investment and then as chairman of the board and once he became like a majority shareholder he uh kicked Eberhard the inventor of Tesla founder of Tesla and the guy that invented the Tesla Roadster he um fired him from being CEO and then eventually forced him out of the company uh then he made himself CEO and again through a lawsuit settlement Made it so that he was credited as a co-founder of Tesla. Dude, this guy is just fucking alpha. He, that's it, yeah, dude. It's He's literally just, like, all just bullying himself. his way into credit yeah. Yeah, with just... with his but it this is the thing. It starts off, it doesn't it always starts off with fucking emerald money and, and daddy who owns a Cessna and a yacht. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, <laughs> oh no, I programmed this when I was a genius child. It's like that's not what happened. None yeah, of that, that is was what Bill happened. Gates.
1: You're talking about Bill Gates. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, I think I think I'm seeing a disturbing trend here. Um, so, kind of each of these instances where he made himself CEO and rewrote history to uh, credit himself as co-founder of these companies, um, this seems like a a long history of uh, propagating misinformation about the history of these companies. Uh, uh-huh. and, yeah, Josh. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't know if you guys saw it in the news in the last you know, week or two, but there was uh-huh. the big thing where Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Uh, and I'm beginning to think those misinformation concerns are uh, uh, legitimate. <laughs> Bob's already taking notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: <laughs> that was so goddamn distracting that I didn't hear anything <laughs> Josh said.
1: Hi, Josh, Josh lost all concentration I love it no that was a good point that was a good point Josh you got it all written down here <laughs>
2: the hell, Bob. You know what I, it sounds like a fucking bell at a hotel it doesn't sound like the inkwell that it's supposed to sound like it no, just sounds it. like somebody's ringing a bell
1: uh no 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 no. I mean I do have an inkwell right here. That's the sound of an inkwell. <laughs> on a feather.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can so. see
2: like
1: the plume
3: of the feather just just in frame.
2: <laughs> <sighs> All right, but, uh, Josh. What was
3: your point? What was your question? <laughs> oh, in, like, so, uh, what when? Uh, what when he cre- credited himself as co-founder. That was misinformation. That that's what I, I was saying. That was that was the whole point right there. Yes, that's
2: the dangerous misinformation <laughs> that might be spread yes, on Twitter. Exactly. <sighs> so. So far, he just bullies his way on to as being CEO of companies because he comes in with the majority funding and then just says, then he sues everybody and says he invented all of it. That's what happens in all these companies that he's in. Um, yeah, and that's
1: controlling your frame. This is what you need to do to become alpha,
2: right? Oh, like, here's a, this is definitely a, a positive story about my, this in my mind. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> So part of Eberhard being fired, since he's the one that designed the Tesla Roadster, I guess part of his agreement when he was released from the company that he would get the first Tesla Roadster off the assembly line when it was finished. And uh, Elon launched it into space. The fucking fake Mars rover like Roadster is just a fuck you to this Eberhard guy, in my opinion, where he just was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you get the first one. Wait, 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 never mind. We're we're launching it to Mars.
3: (laughs) Honestly, that that bit is more of an accomplishment than launching the the car itself. Yeah, oh, no, that
2: that makes me appreciate at least part of that fake fucking stupid thing with a Tesla driving around space with her dumb spaceman. One of the stupidest stunts in history.
1: Just thinking about Eberhardt, like fucking coping, like somewhere off, so, like, you know, Dude, he probably like put a title with
2: Eberhardt's name on it in the fucking glove <laughs> compartment of that car on the
1: name tag that of the dummy sitting in it. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love how petty he
2: is. It's amazing. Like, this guy. <laughs> Yeah, and he just goes around and says what a genius he is. He claims yeah. he has like 160 IQ, but it's never yeah. like no one knows if that's ever been tested. It's just well, what he, he says. He, I mean, yeah, how, he just, how did he
3: do in engineering school? He like, just flex
2: on people like
1: all day, every day. It's amazing. Yeah, I he, dropped he, said he quit grad gra- school. Program.
2: Oh, I don't know how he did. It. Oh, it, I don't know when he was running underground nightclubs, probably not great. If he got into a PhD program at Stanford. The billions of dollars,
1: notwithstanding from his parents or hundreds of millions of dollars, notwithstanding from his parents.
2: Yeah, I think I think he
1: had pretty decent grades. Or he excelled Maybe. pretty well on the test. I don't I, know
2: who. know like who knows? Like Once it gets to your dad owns a Cessna and a fucking Emerald mine. It's like, who knows I mean, what's real with these like grades and accomplishments?
1: Let's be real. A Cessna is fucking tiny.
2: On a yacht. <laughs>
3: Well, how big a, is the yacht? Is only, it like a prop plane? That's the idea. Is it
1: like the minimum length of that meets the yacht like definition? Is it like thirty-one point two feet or something? I don't like.
3: know,
2: but that's not extremely poor. <laughs> is it a yacht South African standards? I don't know. I'm just Multiple <laughs> properties does not, and the yacht and a
3: Cessna, even if it's the small ones, <laughs> is not equal. Extremely poor. That's my point with that. A modest emerald mine, they only had like a few dozen slaves working there,
2: but full scholarship to a fucking ivy League school out of South Africa means you gave the dean a fucking' sack full of emeralds. <laughs> Probably still fresh off the fresh out of the mine with a bunch of fucking South African blood on them or something, like <laughs> the fresh apartheid blood all over those diamonds.
1: How dare you? How dare you say that (laughs) Elon Musk didn't walk into University of Pennsylvania with his Commodore and be like, I programmed this
2: when I was like nine years old. (laughs) How dare you? That's that's the that's my Elon Musk backstory leading up to this whole Twitter thing, which half the reason he's buying Twitter is because he made most of his money just by saying things like buy Doge and it's just like throwing like. 500 million into Doge and then selling it all as soon as he got a bunch of retards to yeah. pump it up for him. That's I how he has got so rich. Right now, it's not from <laughs> selling Teslas, not nobody, not not there's not enough Teslas out there that he's making like 500 billion dollars on Tesla. He's richer than uh Bezos, which everyone's girlfriends blows all of their money on fucking dumb Amazon purchases online and. Elon is somehow making more in electric cars than Bezos. No, e- Elon is
1: making more in electric cars than Ford and GM are combined. Yeah, like
3: that doesn't probably make. Tesla is such a it uh, like, doesn't make any sense. Such a bigger company than any other car company. It's 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 weird. Like it uh, uh, takes a while to wrap your head around.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because they don't sell enough product basically they don't
2: have enough no they get to, it all to, on fucking grants i all they yeah. get all these like green energy grants and then they get to sell we don't pollute credits to fucking companies that do as a way for to allow them to pollute more it's fucking retarded like it's all a, half his business is just scamming like all of his business is just scamming. oh yeah
3: like well, all of his, including you know, his in credit
2: 10 years at least i mean it sounds like before that from you know, the story you told today Yeah, he's just a scammer, which is fine because I want to get into the Twitter thing. The Twitter thing is just funny. I don't think it's nearly as important as everybody makes it out to be. And I do agree with him 100% if anything he's saying is true. But I think they're just... I think right now he's being set up to be like right-wing savior of the world and then like uh, authenticate all humans, whatever that means. I like how he threw that line in there. It's like...
1: Well, that that's very suspicious. If he's requiring everyone to like provide government identification to be able to use Twitter, that's going to be a game killer. Like that's going to kill Twitter. I I would never use Twitter if that's the case. If I have to like supply like my real identification to be able to use Twitter, like I'm just not going to use it. Yeah, I think they're leading up
2: to something like that, trying to trick a bunch of like the people that wouldn't do that, like right wingers to be like, well, no, we got to support Elon. He's uh, he's our God now. And then here's my identification. Now, you know, Donald Trump am. told
3: me to get the vaccine. So yeah. I, I think
2: the,
1: the greatest benefit in, in Elon is one of like similar to the benefits of Trump was that it didn't matter the altruistic nature of their actions, Trump or Elon, but it it, it made people in within the, the government and within the institutions and all of the, these weird nonprofits that you, you thought were credible it made all these people shed the veil and show everyone how corrupt their their nature truly was. And that's what Elon, yes. that's what I love about this whole situation with Twitter. Uh, it, it's making people like sh- reveal themselves to everyone. It's like when, when Trump, not, uh, not Trump, but when Elon started buying like the, the shares and uh, he became like the majority shareholder vanguard like the week after that the fucking uh the international corporation that's buying a bunch of fucking um residential properties in the united states also bought a shit ton of twitter shares to counteract him and it was like what why is vanguard i don't think they of sudden-
2: did it to can't counteract them i think what they did is they knew that he was gonna fucking buy it at a at a over, premium yeah yeah at a premium yeah. and and they were like well Buck, we're gonna triple whatever the fuck we buy this for so i don't know
1: but but also then you start seeing like all these news organizations people in politics come out and say like these fucking insane things regarding regarding freedom of speech like the first amendment of the constitution and then you know it's all these new players that you never suspected to being corrupt and to being like pieces of shit um and it was just like all he had to do was like even proposed the idea that he wanted free speech on a social media platform. And these people just revealed themselves. That's what I love about him. He doesn't need to do anything other than that in my eyes. I don't know why everyone has so many high expectations. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't meet those expectations, I feel like you guys would be upset. Aaron seems already upset with him about not meeting those 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 failed
2: expectations. No, I have no expectations for him. Um, like I said, I think the Twitter shit is hilarious. It's one of, it's, it's the first time that Twitter's been fun even a little bit for probably three, four years at least. Yeah. Um, shit. When did the NPC meme come out? The last That was the last time Twitter was fun. That was like three years ago, right? I think it was before the 2020 election, right before the 2020 election, I think. Yeah, it was like it was sometime in it. the
3: before times. He yeah, the before, <laughs>
2: before times, time. but like I feel like that resets I, every two years now. <laughs> I I get okay. it when you're looking at it from like showing the hypocrisy of a bunch of uh, the ideologies of a bunch of retards like that. That is true, but part of me just thinks that that's not the goal of the people that would set these weird narratives up. Like they set up this narrative to for everybody to freak out about freedom of speech so that they can get people to debase themselves by saying they don't agree with freedom of speech so that they can set up a narrative to shut it down and just do it and then it you know we wor- worst case scenario there's like a weird revolution but by- or civil war and i think they want that too then they can uh, it's martial law we have to kill all the nazis you know like just to part of me is like, what would be the other benefit for the establishment for setting up this Elon swooping in like the hero of freedom of speech? How, how can they spin that to their benefit by doing it? That, those are the kind of things I just think yeah. I don't even have like a working theory. I would just. Well, the dis, dis, disinformation board comes to mind immediately. The, exactly. They started disinformation board and then everyone's like, oh, that's the left wing response. Rebel, rebel, rebel. And that'll never go away. Well, it will. And it easily mm, could. What do you mean?
1: What do you mean? The next, the next the next, president could easily just be like, fuck that. Get rid of that when shit. When do they
2: ever do that?
1: Yeah. What, what is We're still st- pulling st-
2: our t- shoes off away. for shoe bombs. <laughs> when does the next president ever- right, Why are you trying to
1: convince me of these? Why am I making this argument? I know it's not well, going to I don't happen. know why you're making this argument. <laughs> don't it's don't never going either. away. Fuck you guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. so that now they they do that and everyone's (laughs) cheering because Twitter, uh, because Donald Trump Jr. gained 90,000 followers on Twitter because Twitter's deleting the fucking algorithms they were using to shadow ban people or whatever and uh, like obviously before they have to hand it over and it becomes open source if any of that's real at all and because what happened as soon as Elon bought it and he's saying he's going to make it open source, every like right-leaning person gained like Hundreds of thousands of followers, like overnight. Yes, uh,
1: I, I noticed um, like counts have skyrocketed like a motherfucker too. Of on, course, because like, they
2: just don't. They just delete those. They you get into an account where they only let like five percent of your likes actually show up. Yeah, and
1: it's insane because like someone like Glenn Greenwald, like I always follow him on Twitter. I always like his shit, and he always has like between like three thousand and like. 4,000 likes on like every single post that he does. Most of them. Now he's up to like 45,000. It's like, what the, what the what fuck just happened? Is- and like, everyone's like, Oh, Mike Lindell came back. The, the fucking my pillow guy. Like, he, yeah, yeah, he was like, I'm back. And he had like fucking a hundred thousand likes. Like, Elon himself had a couple um, tweets that went up to like over a million likes. I was like, holy shit, I don't think I've ever seen that before. What was Twitter
3: doing so wrong before? Like, Twitter's notorious for being low engagement compared to other social media platforms. I have no idea. They weren't low engagement. They just, they, they weren't even low engagement. They just
2: had it set up to not show, to show a lower amount of engagement than there really was for certain people of certain ideologies. So they could push whatever their trending hashtags they wanted and shit like that.
1: But that's the thing, because like they there was a noticeable change in the algorithm the second they like the day that they notified everyone of like the purchase agreement. Yeah, right, immediately people, people swarmed back in people lost and gained followers like uh, Twitter. Uh, not I'm sorry, not Twitter. CNN personalities were like, I'm losing followers. Like, how could this be? And like every right wing personality was like gaining followers a, well, I, of that's the other like,
2: thing. That's how you know it's algorithm because, it, A, you'd expect a bump for the right-wing people. They're all pumped to get back on Twitter and blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. But why would Barack Obama lose 500,000 followers? Like, those people <laughs> didn't, there wasn't 500,000 people that, like, deleted their Twitter account. <laughs>
1: the same reason Spotify did not agree to sign another contract with Barack Obama and his podcast.
2: It's a fake fake number. Like his follower count is obviously fake. Like that's what that's what that means. And then they'll probably wean off and it'll probably lose more over time. as they because they can't just go, oh, he lost 24 million bot followers in like a second because then it's too obvious. And it's already obvious enough with this like slow you know weaning it off before they have to hand the code over because they have to make it look like oh no there was nothing ever when they hand it over in like five months or whatever
1: yeah well every everyone right now is like suggesting that they're covering their tracks they're kind of trying to purge the evidence fucking tim yeah. pool's like uh he bought the evidence to to destroy twitter and it's like what do you No, he
2: didn't evidence of what like what criminal well trial no what are they're you it, discussing it, it, like if he does let's just say if everything works normally and it's not like and there's no conspiracies going on elon buys it if they have a bunch of algorithms in place that are clearly showing suppression of people Mm -hmm. he can just show people potentially exactly who they were suppressing and how and what the algorithm was actually suppressing so they have to undo that either all at once or slowly over the next 5 months before that he owns it cuz he doesn't actually own it yet like the, no, the purchase they just, has gone through they just turned it off immediately it it felt like right maybe but let's see if it does another 300,000 for people like in in a few weeks cuz like New York Times has what 55 million subscribers and they never get like more than a hundred retweets ever on any article.
3: Jesus Christ. Look, I'm not going to deny being an autistic retard.
2: That's to
1: our favorite New York times listener. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Subscriber. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, it's funny because if they actually find evidence that Twitter was suppressing certain people, say certain political people, it, it goes to show why, a lot of these people are terrified when I go back to my point earlier where he was making people show their hand and how deceitful they were all being. So I have a clip yeah. from MSNBC right here, and I think it's oh, pretty hilarious. Great.
3: You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees. Or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just
0: a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper.
2: Oh, like they weren't <laughs> doing that already. Yes. Holy he literally fuck. named off everything that they were obviously doing yeah, the well, whole time. <laughs> Since they kicked everyone <laughs> off slightly right leaning or more, what if and they started doing the same
1: shit we started doing?
2: How terrible would that be?
3: <laughs> no, that's that's the big big complaint um, or the big you know uh, hypothesis about the you know, comics Twitter and why people are so all those lefties are so uh, upset about this too is because they're afraid that uh, right wing people and Elon are going to start doing what they're doing. It's it's uh, projecting their malice. No, but like social media platforms. Twitter and Facebook especially, have a long history of admitting and being involved in, you know, censoring and promoting information uh, for elections. Uh, Mostly, you know, they try to advertise it as, oh, for foreign elections, to promote democracy and stuff. But, uh, you know, it's clearly not limited to just that. Well, it's literally just
2: something you can do as an algorithm. You can just get put in a category and the algorithm just fucks you over after that. It happens with my shitty tiktok my shitty tiktok is now shadow like shadow band or whatever you want to call it it's i get the same number i get the same amount of engagement or even a higher i get like a higher percentage of engagement now with way lower views now so i'll get like i'll have a video old video when i first started it they get 200 shares and would have fifty thousand views and that would be pretty consistent. Like 200 shares usually meant about 50,000 50, views. And now it's 200 shares equals about 10,000 views.
1: Yeah, that's... So uh, I get,
2: it gets put out to a fifth of the people that normally saw it with a higher follower count and more shares.
1: I feel like TikTok is pretty hard to gauge, though, because it's like it's been relatively new. And I feel like their moderation... This happened slash after I got
2: banned. After I got a video uh, removed okay. for hate speech... They put me in the hate, hateful category. After I forgot my uh, 9-11 video removed. There it is. Then I, I'm now, I can, you know, you can just see it's like from that point on, like a one fifth of the amount of people get to see my videos now, regardless of share count, like the share count doesn't, the engagement doesn't actually push it forward anymore. Like it used to. I,
1: I like how saying the government plan 9-11 is like a form of hate speech. <laughs> Insane. I mean, I did
2: talk about the dancing Israelis and uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Larry Silverstein. <laughs> I told him the whole real story. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Bob, this is going to be for you. I have a gun to the head for each of you, a different one. Oh, no. Um, so because I don't remember the name of it, I'm just going to call it by a different name, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Gun to your head. Is the Ministry of Truth ever going to be uh, dissolved? (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) You fucking... I I hate
1: you. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You know my answer. (laughs) <laughs> no
2: obviously it's not going to be yeah,
1: I can't say it because I'm too prideful but <laughs> I mean so this mistake, whole thing that right. got all the
2: freedom of speech people hyped up has now created a government agency that we're going to all complain about then forget about and then we're going to be pulling our underwear off for underwear bombs because the ministry of truth said that we had to whenever we like go to the grocery store that's what's going to happen <laughs> God damn it. Cool. <laughs> cool, government. Thanks. <laughs> Thank God I could say uh, nigger on Twitter uh, finally. <laughs> like, so stupid. Hey. Don't worry. I got you, I... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll start selling like a government approved uh, you know, x ray or scan, like transparent Speedo or something you could wear so you don't have to take off your underwear. Yes, it has, it has other sets you. of technology in there. <laughs> yeah.
2: But. All right, Josh. Yes. Question for you: Is Elon Musk going to be an Aleister Crowley type right wing superhero for the people to like literally worship, but never actually accomplish anything for anybody,
3: except for well, getting what do you to swear on Twitter? What what part of Alistair Kyle are you referring to? Because I only know was like sex magic cult stuff. He's the one that has the quote of when the people need a hero, we will supply oh. him. Oh. Honestly, Elon Musk, I, I could see that being the case, but I think he's coming across as uh, uh, pretty genuine these days. So I I don't I don't really think so. Uh, that's my current opinion. As a hero tomorrow, would but I, uh, yes, as
2: a hero mm-hmm. would. Okay, no. So he's not a Alistair Crowley type hero, and every time that he does something heroic for the right wing, they won't push some insane thing in the opposite direction, like a uh, like a Ministry of Truth.
3: I mean, they they had that in the wings, like prepared already. They're just looking for an excuse. It could have been anything else.
2: Yeah, they. I but I think they create these events, kind of, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, like I'm still on the fence about this, but I'm leaning towards uh, you know, Musk being relatively genuine right now got it
2: see i think i think musk yeah. is, i can't wait for what he's gonna put pull in to us uh here's my my uh, uh he's elon, a government next elon musk theory he's a government yeah asset. i mean how much grant money is he made from the government my net the next thing that elon musk will do for humanity is um because he's never going to space for one that's never happening No, we're not going to the moon from Elon or Mars or any of that shit until they get way better at faking it. Um, He's going to bring in his auto driving trucks so that the people can't be in charge of their own food supply when the government wants to shut down your grocery shopping for, uh,
3: you know, wrong think. Interesting, interesting theory there. Well, he was already working towards right now.
1: He was already way ahead of the automated trucking system. Way before the honking ever took place,
3: oh yeah.
2: Which, which but is I think a that good they're going to start yeah. using him and all of his uh right-wing good boy points to implement it without incident.
3: So he's really a victim in all this, being taken advantage of for all the great technology he's inventing, right? That—that's that—that that we're getting at. Yeah, uh, the, I. Th- but I think
2: w- actually, what I really am getting at is. I do think that they put these people out, they gather right-wing good boy points, and then they can get away with doing horrible shit, kind of like, oh, I don't know, Trump increasing the debt by like a fucking gazillion dollars at the end of his term and then trying to be the vaccine salesman of the year. We don't yeah, care because a- he gathered so many right-wing good boy points that we were like, well, it's just that one thing.
3: Yeah, because we have hindsight, I there's a better case for Trump right now, I, I think.
2: Yeah. Oh, I. But I think that the, the same thing is going to happen with Elon. I don't know what what they're going to cash in his good boy points for, but it's going to be something. Um, he's gonna he's gonna try to push all of his new fans, all of his new worshippers to some fucking insane thing
3: like two or three years from now. If I had all those good boy points, I would cash them in for some bug protein tendies. <laughs> oh! Yeah, it's going to be like hand.
2: <laughs> it's going to be like hand chips or it's going to be like fucking Oh yeah, no. My my au- fully automated trucking industry is going to be awesome. Let the robots do it. They they can ship the locust right to your door.
0: All right, that's All
1: right. that's
2: my whole Elon thing.
1: All right. I have a treat for you, Aaron. You're going to love this one. You ready?
2: Perfect. <laughs> You need to know what science discovered You need to know today Whether it's space or bones uncovered is definitely
3: fake and gay
1: Scientists have discovered All of the bases in DNA and RNA Have now been found in meteorites We Are made of Space stuff Stardust space stuff space dust what what is what's like the common phrase
3: josh i say space stuff but okay know. yeah
2: right Aaron? you know what somebody right? needs to don't just love to it me that a fucking meteor ever even hits earth ever I, literally they they talk about it none of us have ever seen a meteor hit the ground well not one time
1: i don't think that's true I would have to You've look into
2: it. You've not ever seen. No, you personally. Have no, of never, course, have never seen a meteor. Course hit sample the size of three, like I know, but you can expound that to everybody you know, and you can expand on that, and then it every but single person you know, and none of them will have ever seen one. You make that sample size as big as you want, except for anonymous internet people who be like, "Oh, fucking, but yeah, my, uh, my uncle found one in his backyard." Aaron's getting
1: real defensive because this this completely mocks in the face his isolated flat Earth theory, where everything about us is brought in from an outside source.
2: <laughs> it's it's, no. it's a thing that we all know is real and have never actually witnessed. How there's too many of those that I it's dry. It's like. Isn't there
1: like a video? My, it blows
2: my mind how many of those there are?
1: There's like a video of like some Russian dashcam guy like driving down the freeway and like a meteorite like penetrates like the atmosphere and like crash lands or like fucking uh, impacts like That's over cool. to the side. I don't know if it actually impacts, but I remember seeing that like quite a long time ago. I don't know. I, I, I think shit, on the regular hits us, yeah. Like how do you how do you explain like crater lake?
2: <laughs> Honestly, okay, here this is that's is the argument that I was in on TikTok just recently. Um, so these giant craters that we have um they never have a meteorite in them. They never have like meteor like debris. There's a huge rock made a gigantic crater and then the, the guy the you know what the guy told me that I was arguing with, he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, they bounce off." I'm like, "They bounce off they into fucking space. <sighs> no, Are you retarded?" Do-
1: Okay, do you know what happens to a do you know what happens to a bullet when you shoot a fixed steel plate? It fucking just disintegrates.
2: It just Yeah, it disintegrates. No it, one's ever found a bullet that's been fired before. Now after it's fired, it always disintegrates. I'm not saying every time, Bob, every single one doesn't need to, but none of them, none of them have a rock in it. The rock got up and walked away in every single scenario. You know what they also look exactly like? Geysers. They actually look like dried-up geysers, except fucking huge. And I think that there's something more to that. I think it's more of a geyser effect than, a, or, an, or an old volcano that exploded and got buried than it is a space rock. There's not much evidence for it being space rocks, really.
1: I mean, geysers are We never have
2: any that hit at an angle, too, and there's, like, a weird crater that's, like, at a 45-degree angle through... It's always perfect circle because the meteor drops straight down on it. I mean, it never comes in. Fucking. This is MMA. a
1: well-formed geyser. It looks nothing like Crater Lake, right? This is what a Yellowstone
2: geyser oh, looks like. To... I'm talking about an old geyser. Do you have an old one?
1: <laughs> that is an old one. It's <laughs> <Okay, okay. laughs> millions I, I of years your... <laughs> old.
2: Bob, I'm no. I'm talking... talking about like a non-active, non-active. Okay. That's all I meant. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at when I looked at when I watched your stream. I you're like look at this one, and it, it's just a fucking stream of seven thousand pictures. I didn't know what to look at.
1: This fucking <laughs> one, it, it's basically like a giant pool, and it has like it just kind of like sinks. Like now, it's imagine a that dries almost.
2: out. Now imagine that dries out, it and would what would look, it look like? Nothing like crater lake. Oh, you're so <laughs> wrong. We'll get to this later, some other time. We can move on, <laughs> yeah. but
3: I so goddamn wrong bob you know what i think this is i think that this is the alien's response to the arecibo message remember that arecibo message we sent out from that satellite that had like oh, a little picture so of the person much. and like the numbers or whatever but they also included the like the uh, DNA molecular yeah 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 like what the chemically dna is made oh they of. sent us this back yeah the they, dna they some in a DNA Yes, and they sent it back to us. That's, they got our message.
2: That's base. I nice. like Nice, we have intergalactic <laughs> pen pales, Josh. Dude. Isn't this exciting?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's ex- that's <laughs> a cool fucking sci-fi idea, actually. <laughs> I, I do. I love that concept. But yeah, so what was it? Space rocks that fell to Earth within the last century contain the five bases that store information in DNA and RNA.
2: Wait. Within the last century, which means... Josh is right. This is a fucking pen pal situation. (laughs) I swear to God, they're going to come up. They're going to start saying that at some point. Probably not till like 2040. But Josh is going to be vindicated with a stupid fake article, obviously, about how aliens actually
3: may have sent a response back to us via meteorite. (laughs) Aaron, give me some credit. By 2040, hopefully I can have a second career successfully writing those fake articles myself.
2: <laughs>
3: you you could actually.
2: Do
1: do you think we can figure out where these asteroids were projected from, which direction that they came and hit our atmosphere from? That that would be fucking if we can like reverse like you know forensic test like the bullet <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, it's it's from this, this bl- it's from this light over here, which is either a planet or a galaxy. We can't tell. <laughs> we can't tell from that. one or the other. It's a black hole. Don't <laughs> be silly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Th- there's not much more to that article. It's just them scientists being fucking ridiculous i'm not even gonna get into it
2: <laughs> yeah it's saying that they fucking mapped the human d de- the human all of human dna and rna is also in meteors that have crashed here in the last hundred years they're just fucking making shit up at this point i do not want to attempt
1: to um to to say these nucleobases that they're referencing either <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: I mean, That's how they get you. They, yeah. You're like, oh, I can't <laughs> pronounce that. They must know. That's way too smart for me. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all right. I think we we're going long. Anyways, we got to get to these voicemails. We got a bunch of voicemails from this last episode. I think everyone liked the snake venom episode. Yesterday's herpes become today's herpes. Bobby <laughs> calling in about Don
1: Pettit <laughs> and his. His active um...
3: thrash, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, and we also have uh, caller Sean loved our venom drop.
0: Got bit with that venom, Got adrenaline momentum. Going, gonna hit him? Go time, go get him. Venom, venom,
2: That nuts. Is that Sean, or was that actually Eminem?
1: <laughs> I think Eminem call actually Thank you Eminem yeah. Good fan of the show Lumpy Eminem Yeah <laughs> we got Another Bobby here
0: This wacko crybaby You guys are talking about There's a good lead in You guys debunking uh, Chiropractic I honestly don't know Where I feel on chiropractic People I know Who are in really good shape Swear by it And a lot of fat people Who sit and look At their phones all day Hate it but it does kind of seem like a scam. You guys should do chiropractic. Uh,
1: J- Josh, what's your take on this? I feel like you're most knowledgeable on
3: on that subject. I've never
2: been to a chiropractor, so I don't even I don't even know what to have for an opinion on that.
3: No, I've, I've been to a couple and um, I've had okay experiences. I I want to I, I don't know a lot, but I want to uh, lean in favor of the chiropractors because they tend to be labeled, uh, or kind of, you know, put in the category of that alternative or holistic medicine. And I think there's, uh, especially if they're able to have that staying power and actually get some success for a lot of people that, uh, it seems like there's some merit there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I usually just make fun of them for the whole kind of subscription come back every week for the rest of your life sort of thing they do. Oh, oh so yeah, that's, a scam. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the scam part of it. I mean,
2: everything's a scam like that, though. We tried to get our... Just my stupid dog tried to get him um, his nails clipped. And the vet's like, well, it's time for his yearly checkup. So you should do that, too. And I'm like, no, nah, I just I just want his nails clipped. I, he doesn't. He's fine. And they're like, well, we can't do that until you get the yearly checkup. I'm like, uh, <laughs> are, excuse me, either clip his fucking nails or I'm going somewhere else. What are you talking about? And they're Like, you're not going to shame me into paying 80 bucks for you to go. Uh, yeah, he's good. All right. And we clipped his nails. So now it's a hundred instead of 25 bucks. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: dude, it, it's, it's, a total but I don't scam. think
2: veterinary is a scam in, you know, because of that. It's just the, the one of the scam things they do to make 80 bucks for no reason.
1: I think chiropractors are for boomers who refuse to stretch and they've never stretched any part of their body at any point in their life. <laughs> and they're they have crippling back, hip, shoulder pains, and they're like I I stretching. What does that do? I'm gonna go to a chiropractor. Like that is that, half of what. That's my half take your on visit it. to the
3: chiropractor too. Is them like teaching you uh, physical therapy exercises like to, to do at home?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Like there's that. That's all they are. They're like a low tier physical therapists that know how to like yeah. crack your back, pop some sockets, like do some other like random shit. But for the most part, I think if people just started stretching more, they would be out of business like entirely.
3: Oh yeah. 100%. I, I feel oh, like it would have been, Oh
2: no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I feel like I would have been more apt to call them a scam, like right off the bat, except for, I think Josh made a good point about how they're so like attacked for not being like part of this standard medical institutions that that gives me pause. And then also my sister-in-law and my cousin both went to school for massage therapy and they have fixed a ton of shit where it's like, you could be like, oh, my jaw hurts right here, and you like point to like the back of your jaw, and they're like, oh, it's this weird muscle in your back, and then you're like, oh, in excruciating pain, and all of a sudden your jaw's fine. You're like, what the fuck? I've okay, had experiences I guess.
1: like that. I, I've I've heard of that. And that <laughs> yeah. That's why I do like them, but at the same time, like I feel like if people were just generally more like healthy and especially flexible. So my my boomer father just like actually lived through a King of the Hill episode. The one where Hank like twerks his back, like tweaks his Mm -hmm. back to the point where like he can't work. And he ends up going to a yoga studio and doing yoga. And he like feels so much better, like almost immediately. Uh, My dad like tweaked his back doing like literally nothing. It just started hurting for two weeks. He was complaining (laughs) about it, going to the chiropractor. He was saying he, it was so painful. He couldn't even sleep at night. He was getting like two hours of sleep. And I was like, all right, do this one little stretch. I do it on my bed. Just put your leg up on the bed and like lean into it kind of thing. And I
3: was like, do yeah, it like for it like 20 pro- minutes. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was like, do it for like 20 minutes. You can find the spot that really hurts and c- kind of slowly lean into it. Just take your time. Watch TV while you're doing it, you know. And, like, the next day, he was like, hallelujah, like, jumping up and down. He's like, I got some good sleep last night. He's like, I feel like a million bucks. I was like, you've never stretched before in your life,
2: you Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, I'm not a big stretcher either. I don't think I've stretched since my last time at basketball practice in senior year.
1: (laughs) I'm literally doing the stretch I told him to do as I'm standing here doing the podcast. (laughs) Like... I don't know. I like being flexible, but that's just my thing. Chiropractors, in my opinion, are not necessary. I think physical therapists would be better to find those like random kinks in your back that like are affecting your neck or like,
3: you know, that are having like I feel a like chain reaction. Half good ones, half bad ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. I-, I think it's a few different find... ways to attack the problem. Like yeah. physical therapists, chiropractors, massage massage therapists, acupuncturists, whatever. And like they kind yeah. of all have a similar but slightly different approach. And yeah, if you can find what works for what problem you have, or yeah, you know, if somebody has some cross disciplinary experience, then yeah, um, they can help you if if they know. I don't know. Acupuncture
2: well. seems like a bunch of fucking voodoo, <laughs> voodoo, oh, yeah, ching chong okay. magic. I that in there.
1: Okay, <laughs> I agree there on that one. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd much rather go to a chiropractor than a fucking ac- uh, acupuncture therapy session.
2: My God, do we have All any more voicemails? Um. Nope, no, nope, that's about it. That's the show.
1: Thanks for, listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.
3: That's the bit.
0: Hey guys, I'm calling about the Radiohead tickets. Um, I love Radiohead. Uh, <laughs> I saw them. Uh, okay, so they put out In Rainbows on October tenth, two thousand seven. And that was the first uh, "pay as you will, pay what you want" album of all time. Um, and they announced it on October 1st on birthday, and I was so stoked on it. And uh, got the album, and on the 10th, and listened to it with my girlfriend. and She wouldn't stop talking, um, so that that was a disappointment. But the the, the album uh, it turned out incredible. And the show I seen on uh, in Charlotte in 2008 the next year and um during the song body snatchers uh there was a shooting star that went across the fucking sky and it was just like an amazing experience and i'm trying to recreate that and um maybe like finger blast cold play um so yeah just please give me the radiohead tickets i want them so bad i'll do anything thanks bye